Welcome to Standout. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. I'm a former TV news journalist turned entrepreneur. I work with smart, creative, and mission-driven people who want guidance on their message so they can connect with a bigger audience. Where do they share that message? On video, through the media, on stage. I help my clients navigate that too. On this show, you'll learn how to become a standout. I'll share experiences from my 20 years in front of the camera, from clients I'm working with now, and from the amazing people I get to meet today. Let's get started. This is episode number 47. We are all a work in progress, and in the life of an entrepreneur, the only constant is change. You're always learning about your strengths, your weaknesses, what you want your business to look like, how you want your business to grow, and what you can do to optimize your time. Not a small order, is it? I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, Jocelyn Sams, the co-creator of FlippedLifestyle.com and the Flipped Lifestyle podcast. We'll be talking about all of these things. Five years ago, Jocelyn and her husband, Shane, started their business by creating digital products. Today, they're the head of a thriving community of online business owners. The two former teachers from Kentucky are no longer in a traditional classroom, but leading a very large virtual one. I had the chance to meet them in person during Podcast Movement 2016 in Chicago, and they've been part of my PR Pro membership community. I've seen firsthand how committed they are to building a business and creating a life that works for their young family. Listen as we discuss the ups and downs of online business, challenges in managing people, and the importance of valuing your time as an entrepreneur. Jocelyn, it is so great to have you on the show. Welcome to Stand Out. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. (laughs) So excited that you're here to talk with us. You're an online business owner. You're an educator. You're a mom, as we were talking about just before the show started. I, I wanted to get a little bit of background, though, for our audience about the business that you have now and how different your life is now than it was, let's say, five years ago. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, actually. So five years ago, I was an educator. Um, I worked as an elementary school librarian. And my husband, Shane, was a high school football coach. So we were just rolling along in our lives, going to school every day. And one day, um, we had some kind of negative things happen to us at work. And um my husband, Shane, he was just like, we have to get out of this. Like we can't let people rule our lives anymore. So I was kind of like, okay, you know, the idea of becoming an entrepreneur, I mean, it really never even occurred to me. And he just started doing some research and discovered the world of online business to put it in a very small nutshell. And, um, he basically started pestering me until I agreed to give it a try. (laughs) So, um, fast forward to five years, um, we started a lot of different websites. Uh, some were successful, some not so much. And today we are full-time entrepreneurs. We, um, live at our house. We just bought a new house not too long ago. And, um, we 
live every life doing every day life doing something we love, which is awesome. So, um, we have what's called fliplifestyle.com where we help families and, um, just anyone who wants to become an entrepreneur to start and grow their own online business. What's great too, is you've gathered a community of people around you, people from around the world who want that elusive thing, right? That ability to say, okay, well, I'd, I'd like to go to the park today, or I'd like to take a day off and I'll work on my own time to get what I need to get done, done. But at the same time, I want to do it on my own terms. That's, that's pretty incredible. When you st- when you step back and think about that, what does that feel like when you kind of see all the people you've impacted? Yeah, it's kind of incredibly incredible, actually. Like, I mean, we're, we're still in contact with a lot of the people that we started out with, like the people who started out with us way back when, and you were one of those, actually, you're oh. one of our first people who started following us. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're still friends with these people and like, they tell us all the time, like you changed my life and it's just kind of crazy. I mean, I, I know that, but I don't know that I really think about it all that much. And it's, it's just surreal and um, just unbelievable to be able to make a living doing something that you absolutely love with people who are just so amazing. So it's this is the good part for sure. And you you mentioned it a little bit that there were businesses that didn't work on your way to the ones that you have now, maybe websites or maybe online ventures, whatever that is. I, you know, I really just want to hear about what challenges you see right now. So where you are right now is so different from where you were five years ago, four years ago even. But as an online business owner, as a business owner with employees and a family that you manage, what are some of the challenges that you're seeing in your level of business that maybe a startup isn't? Yes. For us, I think the biggest challenge is working with people because when you first start building your business, you're working by yourself mostly. I mean, you might have like an assistant, you know, but now we're to a point where we have to hire multiple people. And for me, it's really hard because people are very unpredictable. So you don't really know what someone's going to do. You know, I know what I'm going to do because I'm me, you know, like I'm a predictable person to me, but other people are very unpredictable to me. And sometimes I just have a hard time like relating to people. And what I have realized is that I am not good at managing people. And it's, it's a hard lesson that I've had to learn along the way, because I feel like that, you know, between Shane and myself, Shane is my husband, he's my business partner, which, you know, um, he, you know, between the two of us, like we can usually do most things, you know, like he's really good at some things and I'm really good at some things. But one thing that we kind of struggle with is managing people. That's interesting. And and just to be clear, and Shane is, and I think it's wonderful, he's doing something with your daughter because he can. And I think that's wonderful. But uh, you do a lot of the analytical, the, you love spreadsheets, you love the, <laughs> the part that the putting together part maybe is, is the best mm-hmm. way to put that. Yes. Yeah, systems building. That's what I enjoy. Awesome. And so when you made, when you came up with that realization that that maybe managing people is not your thing. And I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Uh, I re- and whether they want to admit it or not. So how, <laughs> how do you, what do you do with that? Because without help, uh, it can't be the two of you forever. So exactly. what, what did you do then once you realized, okay, this managing people piece, not me. <laughs> 
or us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of had discovered this. I mean, even just recently, we're like, okay, something's got to give because we have all these people. Um, we're really good at delegating things. Like we say, okay, we need A, B, C, D, and E. Yeah. But what we're not good at is going back and say, okay, did you get this done? Were you able to do this? What challenges did you have in completing this? Um, you know, we have no idea whether or not these things are getting done and oh, in a no. timely manner. Yeah. So, and that's kind of a problem because if they're not getting done, then things aren't moving forward and we're having to go clean up and, you know, we get to a point where we're like, okay, well, we should have just done this ourselves. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur, you don't want to be at that point. Like we want to be able to grow and to have people to help us. So what we've done recently is we've just hired someone. Her name is Natalie Gingrich and she's what's called a chief of staff. And that's a fancy way of saying a project manager. Gotcha. So Natalie works with us to um, basically manage our virtual assistants, manage our US-based assistance, and she just kind of keeps everything going. She's the gear that, you know, she turns the gears, <laughs> and uh, we're here to kind of guide her and guide the VAs, but she makes sure everything gets done. So that's amazing. That sounds amazing. And I have heard of her and I'll put her information in our show notes here. But when you were talking about that, it got me thinking that I would feel the same way. So if I said to somebody, and I delegated this task and I said, okay, well, I'd like for you to do this, 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 and this. And then I'd forget about it because if it were me, I'd get it done and it would be done. Exactly. <laughs> and the way you want it done because I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just get it done. Okay. So like the part about, you know, the quality, eh, but like getting it done is getting it done. Exactly. So what does Natalie do if in this situation or how do you handle this situation now when you say to person A or person B, okay, do this, this, and this, and this. Well, what happens after that? Well, the beautiful thing is we no longer talk directly to the virtual assistants and it's not because we don't want them to mm -hmm. talk to them or mm -hmm. we don't like them or anything mm -hmm. like that. It's just because it removes one more complexity from our lives. Mm -hmm. So what I do is we have the app called Voxer. I'm sure I know you know of it, um, yeah. but we will get on there and just say, Hey, Natalie, this is what's on my mind. You know, we need to do this, 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 and this. Can you please, um, you know, delegate it out to the appropriate person. And it's really cool working with her because she knows their strengths and weaknesses. She's spoken to each one of them. She has asked them, what do you like? What do you not like? What kind of work do you like to do? What makes you happy? You know, so she knows all those things about them. So she tries to give the appropriate task to the appropriate person. Oh, that's incredible. It's, it's a mediator. It's that barrier yes. between you and somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And then she follows up. You know, she we have a task board. We use Asana. So we have a task board. And if there are things that are left undone, I don't have to go back to my virtual assistant and say, okay, why wasn't this done? Because she's doing that for us. Right. She's already on top of it, like watching over the shoulder. Exactly. And I think everybody, I think every business probably has that. I mean, she probably, and I, I don't know her, but she probably needs that for her business mm -hmm, because absolutely. we, we all need that separation between us and, uh, and the next step underneath. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So as an online business owner for, was it four years now? Jocelyn? Five years. Five years. Okay. So, so five yeah, years we just now. passed five years. Congratulations. Yeah, how, how different is the online world now than it was when you started? 
Yeah, it's quite different, actually. I was thinking back. Um, so Shane and I are writing a book. Um, well, we're not personally writing it, but we're having a book written. So anyway, we've been going back through our story. And I was thinking about this not too long ago because we were going back through all of the early days of online business. And so when we started out, like SEO was still a really, really big deal. Now, it's still a big deal now. It's still important. But like there were a lot of ways to like game the system. So a lot of people were making a lot of money by doing this like black hat SEO type stuff. And we weren't doing that, but it was tempting, you know, to go because they're making money off all of these things, like all these affiliates and, you know, they're gaming this uh, search engine optimization and they're getting to number one in Google. And that's how they're, you know, they're getting all these backlinks. People were joining networks to get backlinks. Like it was just a really big deal then. And then we were, we were around during, what they call the Google smackdown, you know, where Google said, <laughs> okay, this is enough. And people lost like millions of dollars because oh, this wow. happened, you know? So I, I can remember that a lot. I remember when we started out, like SEO was a huge piece of what we did. It's still a piece of what we do. It's just not such a big piece anymore. So yeah, that's one way that it has definitely changed as far as like the environment and everything. Mm, interesting. And so if somebody were to uh, want to start out in this environment or grow in this environment or or take their business online, uh, what would you say to them now is the way to get success, to find success? Well, I would say that the most important thing is just to be you, provide something that solves a problem for someone, and do it in a way where they will know, like, and trust you and purchase it. Gotcha. Good. So and, it sounds simple, but it's, it's quite complex. Anything, <laughs> anything but absolutely. Well, and you know, I think part of it too, and I want to delve into this part is, is for a lot of people, they get stuck uh, for a lot of reasons, but clarity is, I think, one of those things. And so on this show, we like to talk about the messaging and, and what you say to people about what it is you do. So I wanted to ask you about that. It's so clear. Flipped lifestyle is so clear. And you've had many businesses too that have gotten to, gotten you to where you are, but it's so very clear. How long did it take you to get that? I mean, what kind, what kinds of steps did you go through to get your message as clear as it is? Well, I think that when we started out, we didn't really know where we wanted to end up. Right. So we started out, we just kind of made some websites and, you know, we sold some products and which is good. But I think that our ultimate goal was to help people to be able to live the kind of life that they wanted to live while also being able to have opportunity and to have their own business. So when we started thinking about creating Flip Lifestyle, we wanted to make sure that people understood that it meant putting our family first and putting business second. That's interesting. But then again, for people listening or watching, it's not that you started with Flip Lifestyle. That was not the first one. It was no, definitely not. a lot of work that you came up with the idea. Yeah. We started Flip Lifestyle, I think, in 2014. And we have been we started online business in 2012. Okay. So we have been doing it about two years. <laughs> so how is business now? Because now that you have these systems in place, you have someone to help manage the pieces or help you manage the pieces, is it sort of like <sighs> Like I can take a little <laughs> bit of a breath or, or like, what's that next step? What's the next thing that you're striving for? Yeah. You know, it's tricky because Shana and I are very ambitious people. So, you know, we're, we are 
thrilled with what we've done so far. I mean, we're so thankful and just, you know, thinking about all the lives that have been touched. We were talking about this earlier. Like it still just blows my mind that we have been able to touch this many people's lives, but like, we're never satisfied. You know, we always want to take it to the next level. We always want to influence more families and let them know that there is another way. So what we're working on right now is we're kind of revamping our offers slightly and we're still going to have a community. And so we're going to have like a DIY type level. That's going to be our community. Um, we will have leadership in there. It's just not necessarily going to be us. Um, we've just recently hired a community manager who is also an expert in online business. Um, she has built her own online business and it's kind of taken a little bit of a break to be a mommy for a while. So we were thrilled to get her to be able to come on board and really work with our community members. So that is something awesome that's happening. And then Shane and I are going to be concentrating more on like higher level offers. So we're going to try to take people with established businesses and help them to be able to get to the next level. So that's sort of what we are aiming for, like in 2018. And um, yeah, it's really exciting. We are planning to just bring in more and more people that want to change their lives. We're kind of... Um, I'd say tweaking our messaging just a little bit um, to, co to concentrate more on the emotional side of entrepreneurship and also the mindset shifts, because I think that a lot of times we don't talk about those things enough. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start talking about that more and what it takes mentally and emotionally to become an entrepreneur. You know, that's funny that you say that. It's one of those things that nobody, well, more people are talking about it now than they used to. Mm -hmm. But if you're really honest, people won't say it first. Like, you know, even if you're right. thinking it, like if someone like you were to say it, then it's like, oh, okay, well, I can say it now. But it's not <laughs> yeah. one of the things that they're going to admit. Like they're not going to walk up to the, into the grocery store or whatever and say, whew, this is, something's going on <laughs> up here. You know, they're just not going to do exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. And Shane and I were talking about that just today. Like I was just saying, you know, we have so many really cool stories about the mindset shifts that we've gone through. And we do touch on them from time to time, but I feel like we don't really emphasize them enough. And I think that people will relate to that because they know what it's like to feel when you're in a job with people who don't value you. And they know what it's like to feel like a busy parent. They know what it's like to feel like you never have enough time in the day to do all the things that you need to do. And I feel like we don't do a good enough job talking about those things. I think that by hearing the way your business is evolving, I think that's really going to be so helpful for people. Now, some people yes. in my audience, they know you, they know you very well. Maybe they're in your membership. Maybe they've listened to your podcast, the Flip Lifestyle podcast. And for people who don't know you, I think they're really going to get an idea of, of how you started. So, I mean, just from websites you created to then creating the community, would you say that that's, that's maybe part of what makes a really successful business is your products, of course, but the community and then how you're, how you're developing that community. Maybe that's the best way to put it. I think definitely. Yes. Because if you're not delving into all of those things and really trying to reach people on, I think a personal level, then I don't know that you're going to be as successful as you could possibly be when you're doing this type of business. I mean, there are different types of businesses. So certainly I don't think it's for everyone. But yes, I think that in our community, I mean, uh, you know, we do a twice monthly Q&A. So that's our way of like making sure that we're in there for our members. And yes, I think that that is super important for 
where we're going and where we are now. And one last question, because I think this is interesting. And and if you're doing higher, uh, it sounds like higher priced offerings mm-hmm. with maybe fewer clients. Yes. It makes me think that we, I think as a society, it's not that we're doing away with online. And, and I would love to hear your opinion on this. But maybe we're going back to old school a little bit. So the reason I say that is I just got back home. I'm at home right now, but I just got back from a meeting with one of my clients, one of my private clients. And we are old schooling it. Like we're picking up the phone and we're calling people and these people are answering and they're appreciative. So I'm wondering if you're kind of seeing a little bit of that, like we're kind of going back old school, whatever that is. Maybe it's (laughs) like paper and pen or pick up the phone or like flying out and seeing people. Are you seeing that as well? Yeah. And I think it's when you grow to a certain amount. So like when we first started our community, we didn't have very many people in it. So we were able to give them a lot of personalized attention. But now as we've grown some, like it's a lot more difficult for us to do that personally. So yeah. And I, I see what you're saying. Like, I think that part of it is, it's another mindset shift. Like I keep going back to that, but I think it's so important. So once you get to a certain level, you start to realize that time is a lot more valuable than money. So when you get to that level and you say, okay, I want the same success as these people. I want to work with them closely. The only way that we're able to do that right now in our limited amount of time is to charge a lot for it. It's not because we think we need to make a lot of money. I mean, that's always a good thing, but it's also because our time is so guarded now. We have such a small amount of it that we want to do this type of work and we want to make the biggest impact as possible for as many people as possible using the limited time and resources that we have. And so because of that, you know, you have to charge a premium for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. And I am so thrilled that you took some time out today to talk with us. How can people reach out to you or learn more about your community? What's the best way for people to do so? So if you want to head over to fliplifestyle.com slash flip your life, you can find out more about our community. And we'd love to have you to listen to the Flip Lifestyle podcast. It comes out once a week, sometimes twice a week. If we're (laughs) feeling particularly happy, we'll release a couple of extra episodes. And uh, we now have an app, which is really exciting. Um, It's just come out recently. So definitely check that out. You can find some of our resources there. You can listen to our podcast there. Um, If you're a member of our community, you can even log in and chat there. I will go do that. I'm going to check that out and see what that is. (laughs) Jocelyn, thank you. Before I go, I'm going to ask you a question that we ask everybody on the show. And that is, what makes you a standout? I think that for me, it is just a crazy drive that I have. I don't know where it comes from. I'm not sure. Like I've just had it in me all my life. And I just always want to be moving forward and be making things better. I don't know that we'll ever be satisfied no matter what level I get to. And it's not because of the money. It's not for because of fame or anything like that. I'm not after that. It's just because I just have some kind of strange inherent drive <laughs> to do better and make people's lives better. So that is uh, what I would say. That's pretty inspiring. Well, Jocelyn, <laughs> thank you so much for your time and your energy and what you're doing for people who want to create a different kind of lifestyle for themselves. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to the Standout Podcast. It means so much to me. If you like what you're hearing or have feedback to make it better, please leave a review of the show, Stand Out with Cheryl Tan in iTunes. I would love it if you subscribe to the show as well. Show notes for this episode are at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 47. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.